Welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where we talk about the stuff no one else is talking about. We are going deep on the emotional aspects of getting married, the stress, drama, and turbulence that affects your own sense of identity and your closest relationships. We are talking about what it means to be a bride and how to navigate the sacred time with more grace and ease. I'm your host, Kara Gassabe. As a life coach and therapist, I'm going to be sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello, hello, and welcome back. This is Kara, your favorite wedding life coach and therapist to get you through this very beautiful and stressful time in your life. Now, if you've been around for a minute, I love to offer you just different frameworks, different ways of thinking about this time in your life, this event, this huge transformational moment that you're walking through that is very exciting and very joyful and very abundant and very beautiful, but also very disorienting and very stressful and very overwhelming. And I think when people try to conceive of like, what's the deal with their wedding? What does it mean? What's it about? What's the point? There's so many different ways that you can go in that. And for so many people, it's like they want it to be an expression of who they are as a couple. For other people, they want to really give back and thank the people that they love and like host them and treat them and and that kind of thing. For other people, it's really all about bringing the two families together for like the first and maybe only time that that will happen. And for other people, it's more about the traditional or religious aspect of it. There's just so many ways that you can come at. For some people, they just want to be like super impressive and, you know, do a favor for their Rolodex. And it's like a, just a social event in a different way that has different sort of underpinnings of importance on like a social networking kind of angle. So one way that I think you, and all of these ways are really important, but one way that like lately I've been playing with a lot in terms of like how to think about your wedding, because so many of my clients are really thinking about it as a performance, sort of this like right performative expression that they're going to be like judged on whether it's right people talking about it or on social media and like how impressive it is or how trendy it is or how earth shatteringly amazing it is or how if it's as good as their friends and all of that so there's this performative expressive part that I think a lot of people get really stuck on and that's why today I want to really work with the idea of your wedding as a poem like what if that's the metaphor that you can reach for in these times that you are getting like ping-ponged all around with like how to make a decision, where to put your money, what to care about, what to stress about. If you have sort of an anchoring thought or image or concept, I think that is always so helpful. We need things when we're in uncharted territory and there's a lot of opinions and a lot of people and a lot of money at stake and a lot of memories and all of these things at stake. It's so useful to have your anchoring, grounding sort of concept. And so I wanted to offer this today as maybe one of 
those things for you. What if you think about your wedding as a poem? And in a lot of ways, it's really true, right? Just the brevity of it. Like, I always am thinking about like how much time and effort goes into the planning to then come out with this just one day, right? It can't be more than eight hours. And just sort of that brevity and just sort of the ephemeral nature of the day is just totally reminds me of a poem. Like a poet will work, can work for ages and ages on something that's just a few lines, just a few brief sentences. It's no less beautiful because of its brevity. In some ways, it's even more so because of its brevity. And I sort of just love that idea of thinking of your wedding like that instead of being like, it's such a waste, like all of this time and energy and money. And then it's it's just one day and it's over. Yes. But also, wow, we poured all of that in for this one beautiful moment in time that we cannot hold on to. It will come and it will go. And that sort of adds right to the sacredness and the specialness of it. The other reason that your wedding is a poem is because it is sort of this condensed emotional experience, right? Like you're just like a poem, a good poem usually packs a very intense emotion, like emotional component that sort of really gives it its oomph and its heft. That is what's happening on your wedding day, right? There is the emotion of two people in love and just head over heels and excited to start their new chapter together. And then there's just the love of the parents who raised these people and hoped that one day they would find someone else on this earth that would like walk them through the next part of their life in that really caretaking, like beautiful, loving way. And there is just the feelings, right, of everyone that's involved, the drama and the intrigue and support and the jealousy and the disappointment and the grief and, right, all the things that we've talked about with all the people in Wedding World. Just there's just a lot of emotion, right? The emotions are just running high and everybody wants it to go well and wants it to be everything you, you know, the vendors have a lot at stake and they want it to be really good. And so there's just a lot going on emotionally. And that is, why I think poetry is such a good framework to think about your wedding day. Like it will feel really intense on this short day and that's okay. And that's part of it. And sort of to lean into it. Some of my brides come at me trying to be like, I don't want to feel like all these feelings on my wedding day. Like it's going to be really inconvenient. I'm like, that is to have missed the whole point, my dear, the emotionality of it yes, it's overwhelming. And you want to be like looking good, good hair, good makeup and crying and falling apart doesn't really seem to go with it. But trust me, it is all part of that, like gorgeous, gorgeous, intense emotion that like everybody is there for it. Like we get it, we want it, we understand it. And it's part of the beauty of it is seeing the emotion. So I'm always telling my brides, like, if you're going to cry, cry, holding it back is more awkward than letting it out. We could do a whole nother episode on that. The other part of it that's sort of poetic is this idea that it's like this transcendent time. What we're trying so hard to create is the memory almost more than the day itself. We want it to like live on in our memories. We want it to transcend your average day-to-day life and be this like 
in, like enter your wedding, entering this like cocoon where it's all about love and togetherness and eating and drinking and dancing and celebrating, right? We're really trying to transcend the mundane and get everybody on the same page and be happy. And that's a huge mandate for a wedding and for a poem, but like it's worth it and it happens and it's magical and it's really, really cool. And also the way in which weddings are so historical in the same way that poetry has been written since the beginning of time, weddings have been happening forever and they both share that like same sort of rootedness in the human experience that I think as much as you want to come at it and critique it from a million different angles, there's something very fundamental about joining around and celebrating and lifting people up when they are getting married. That's just really cool. So it's both the transcendent and the historical, I think, elements that make it very poetic. Also in the same way that a good poem has like a really memorable tone. It has a perspective. It has an angle, right? It's this one beautiful take on something often very simple, but the way that it's described and the way that the poem is constructed, the way in which it happens is the beauty and the memorable, elegant part of it. And I think that's the same for weddings, right? They're all fundamentally the same, right? We have the ceremony and then we have the reception and there's usually drinking, eating, dancing, mingling, right? Like most elements are the same. We're mostly dressed up and all that stuff, but like they're also unique in the exact way that you did it, the tone that you created, the angle that you came at this from, your perspective, right? The way, just the you-ness that you put into it in the same way that you could read a million poems about one leaf, but like one of them is going to be like so striking and incredible to you. I think it's the same with your wedding. Like they're all the same and yet they're all so unique because of that tone, the energy. I talk a lot on this podcast about how do you create the energy that you know in your mind that you want to feel on your wedding day and how do you get it? How do you get those moments that really do become timeless and really have people just never forgetting how they felt on your wedding day. And there's so many things that go into that, but the energy of it all, I think is very important to keep in mind. And is one of those things that like, isn't often on your spreadsheet of to-dos. And it's, it's the one thing that I'm always like, do not forget to tap into how you want the day to feel and what is your responsibility as the bride to encapsulate and embody that feeling and bring it to the space, bring it to the event, bring it to the day so that people can vibe off of your energy. And really you do set the tone, which is again, a big responsibility, but also a ton of power in that. The other thing is like the tight structure that a poem often has. Like it's really important that it's tight and it's poignant and it's packed. And that's the same for your wedding. Like that is why these timelines are, people are all over the timeline because it's tight. It's just, it's quick. We talked about the brevity, like, and it has this really sort of timeless structure that everybody leans into, right? You don't often see like the dancing and then the ceremony and then the cocktail hour, right? We always do the same order and it's that rhythm and it's that 
tight structure that I think is provides that really nice container of familiarity and comfort that often like a poem has too. We kind of know what we're getting into. We see the stanzas. We, you know, that structure is just so comforting. And I think for your wedding, it's the same. And then the other part, I think the way in which your wedding is like a poem is that it's going to be experienced differently by everybody, right? Like for somebody, your wedding is going to be like, one of their toughest days. And that could have nothing to do with you or your wedding, but like what's going on in their life outside of it, but happened to be on your wedding. For someone else, your wedding is going to be so, so memorable because maybe they met someone there that they're going to carry into their life after your wedding, after your event. For someone else, it's going to be like the most, it's going to be someone's first wedding. It's going to be someone's last wedding. It's going to be someone's wedding where they made a huge mistake or they made a bold move and it's going to be somebody's wedding where they felt the best in their body dressed up and ready to support you. Like there's just all these sort of micro experiences that are happening on your wedding day. So it's experienced by everybody so, so differently. I will never forget when I would start to hear after my wedding, like, and this is, we're going on like nine years. And I just heard from my cousin the other day, he was like, Oh my gosh, your wedding was the first wedding where I could like walk up to the bar and order a drink. And I just will never forget how special it felt to really feel like an adult and part of this scene. And, and I have a lot of cousins. And so it was really cool, you know, cause to hear that perspective and what my wedding meant in his life, right. In his narrative. And it was one of the first weddings he had gone to. And so it's just really cool to think about how just like a poem, some people are going to read it and be like, I, like, it doesn't resonate. I don't get it, whatever. And someone else is going to be like, this is the best thing I've ever read. Right. So that idea of the art and science of it, right. Like there's a, there are ways in which people study poetry and can see what are the things that are going to make, contribute to making a good poem good. They're like, we said, the structure and the tone and just all of the sort of grammatical sort of scientific pieces that will make it the best. But then there's the art of it, right? There's just the artistic quality of it that can almost not be named. It's just, you know it when you see it. And that's the same with a wedding, right? You're going to put together your logistics. You are going to do the math. You are going to figure out the timelines. You are going to logistically do the science of creating all the things that need to happen to put on a good event. And then there's just the love in the room, the vibe, the feeling, the part you can't explain, right? That's the art of it. That part that like, you've got to like surrender to and let the day come, let the people come together, see what happens when people do join in a space to celebrate. There's something that like takes over that you can't quite manipulate and control and plan for. And, and that's the magical part. That's sort of the artistry part of it that is so just special. And the other part, the way in which I really feel like weddings are such poetry is this idea that they're almost like a spell, right? Like a poem in some ways can almost feel like a spell and your wedding in like a lot of ways is a spell. The ceremony is using words, right? And some legal documents to change you, change who you are, change your identity, change your family, change your life, change your name, change a lot about you and how you 
are oriented in this world, in our sort of social society. And it's all happens through some words, right? From your efficient. And it's just like a really cool way to think about it. But it's like this transformative, cool thing that happens with just stringing some words together and signing some papers. It's it's kind of a fun way to think about it. And finally, and I'm sure there's so many more ways in which your wedding is a poem. And you guys will have to like DM me of uh, the way that I forgot. This was just like sort of my quick take on it. And that is that there will be so much unsaid and there will be so much unexplained, right? If you've read some good poetry, it's like, you have more questions than answers, right? There's so much blank space. There's so much mystery. There's so much that you want to know more and you don't get like a whole explanation, right? This is not a novel. This is not an essay. This is a poem. You're just getting this little snippet. And that is the same way in a wedding, right? There is so much. And this is one of the things that frustrates my brides. It's like, there are so many decisions that have been made about the wedding, right? That have come through tireless conversations and negotiations and tough decisions and all of that. And yet on the wedding day, there's no like explaining like, well, I would have invited like these other people, but like we couldn't because of this, or I would have served this dish, but I couldn't because of this. And I would have done this venue, but I couldn't because like, there's so much unsaid and there's so much unspoken and there's like a lot of mystery and intrigue and like layers and just a lot there that isn't said and isn't explained. And I think that's also emotionally the same thing. People are sort of in their roles acting out like I'm the maid of honor and I'm doing this, but like underneath I'm feeling all of these things or I'm the mother of the groom. And so I'm doing this, but really I'm feeling all of this, right? There's this unspoken part. There's the layered part. There's the intrigue. There's the drama. There's the explanations, but none of that happens on the wedding day. On the wedding day, we are in the poem. We're in the brief, brief offering of the emotion. And that is the key. And that kind of brings me to my last point, which is that in the end, it is an offering. I want, just like any poet would probably say that their poetry is an offering. It's like, right, you are in this position, you've been given this inspiration and these words and this talent to do your thing and make your craft and offer it. That's your art and that's your offering. And for you, you have found your love. You have decided to celebrate your love in this formal, beautiful way and let your wedding be an offering. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be a production. It doesn't have to be a social media sensation. It doesn't have to keep up with the Joneses. It is your offering. It is your gesture. It is your thank you to your community, your family, your friends. You're just giving back from that energy of abundant love that you have, that you have found your romantic partner, you have found your person. There's just this instinct, I think, to give back. And that's what I think weddings are also rooted in, in some ways, is just this feeling of like, oh my gosh, I've been given everything by finding my person that now I want to like give something back and I want to give this party and I want to invite people into this excitement and this joy and this abundance and this love. And so I think if you can think of your wedding as a poem, as an offering, as a gesture, it's brief, it's intense, it's a lot. 
but it's really beautiful in its own way. And yeah, so I hope that is helpful. And I'm so excited to hear the ways in which you think of your wedding as a poem or something else, another metaphor. I am wide open to hear your creative ideas. Find me on TikTok and Instagram. And then of course, jump in here and get your one-on-one time to like get your head together before you go down that aisle. You will be so glad you did. Caramoring.com. Until next time, I am wishing you nothing but bridal bliss.